Hey, what's going on folks? Tiebreaker Culture. Today I want to tell you if I think it's realistic and the things you need to consider if you want to go full-time as an online sports car reseller. Enjoy. Okay, so first off, there are a lot of ways to make money in sports cards. It is a multi-billion dollar marketplace. That is the reality. It's grown basically year over year for the past decade. Uh, there's There's been some ups and downs through the 70s and through the 80s and through the 90s and even through the early 2000s. But for the most part, the sports card market has been a trajectory basically upwards. Uh, with that being said, there are a lot of little niches. There are a lot of things that you could potentially dig into to make money in sports cards. From opening a card shop to full-time breaker to buying and selling wax to grading cards to just selling vintage cards to working on the platform side and building technology in sports cards. There's a lot of ways for you to dabble in this industry, but I'm gonna focus on something that I know really well because I've done it for a long time. I've completed over 25,000 transactions, sold over a million dollars in sports cards the last few years. I understand reselling of sports cards and I wanna help you understand the reality of sports car reselling in this series. Because look, it sounds really good on paper. I'm with you. I think it sounds incredible. It sounds like a dream job. And let me be the first to say, if it is a dream of yours, if it's something that you're passionate about, you feel like you have a desire to do that, nothing's gonna stop you, then by all means, don't let anything stop you. But it doesn't mean you shouldn't be very wise in your decision and understand everything that goes into this desire to go full-time into anything. And I encourage you to take that desire, that passion, and apply it to whatever you do because that is what it's gonna take, especially in sports cards, to be successful. So I'm gonna line out seven things that I think you need to know about the realistic nature of sports card reselling. And so you can use this as a platform to get ready to potentially go full-time into sports cards, okay? Number one, the market is volatile. And it's not volatile in the way that you think because really in 2020 and 2021, we saw the parabolic price rises that the hobby has never seen. I've been in the hobby for over 20 years and it's something that no one has ever experienced to that degree. And I think it put a lot of people kind of on high alert that the hobby is a volatile marketplace. And there's a lot of fluff, if you will, built in. And we saw that over the last six to eight months when prices came crashing down 50, 60, 70% on just about every player and product that you can imagine. Obviously some withstood it, but uh, for the most part, prices came roaring back the last seven months and have restabilized. In other words, people that bought in late 2020, early 2021, are, are, are basically holding cars that are down 70% and are figuring out, okay, what do we do now? And the hobby in general does have volatility built into it and, and you should know that, but it's typically around somewhat predictable events like releases, um, like seasonality of sports, and even, even around prospects and things that you can kind of predict as you see them come up through the funnel. Um, you also see a little bit of, of volatility built into, you know, the, the first cards graded of certain players and rookies and, and you know, top cards. Those prices tend to get a little bit more price action because of the first to market. So you've always had those types of things and that's the volatility that, that exists. 
But what we saw in 2020 and 21 was just everything kind of accelerated 10x with volatility. So volatility does exist in the sports car world. Just know that it doesn't exist to the degree that maybe you think you saw in 2020 and 21. So maybe that's what's brought you here and you're excited about that type of movement. Uh, and if it is, welcome. But just know that's not the reality. And I think the sports car market has kind of simmered down and resettled and will probably restabilize into a more predictable type format, which is a really good thing for you if you are deciding to go all in as a reseller of sports cards. You want predictability, you want a little more stability so that you aren't caught uh, holding the bag on a lot of cards and a lot of products. So just know that this actually works out in your favor. Number two, sports car reselling is a numbers game. I'm gonna be breaking down these numbers in detail in the next video, but unless you're selling ultra high end, sports car reselling is all about getting at bats. You have to have repetition, you have to have a constant flow of inventory. You just have to have numbers or you won't work. You have to have the ability to put enough out there to stick across multiple types of buyers in the sports car world. And because of that, you're gonna to have to manage a lot of things a little bit differently maybe than other businesses. For instance, because it's such a numbers driven game, you're gonna to need to be able to have the time and the capacity and really the commitment to wanna to list and source and ship and service hundreds if not thousands of sports cards each and every month if in fact you do wanna take this full time. It also means you'll need to have diversity in your buying and selling. You can't just be single threaded on specific sports if you're going full time. For instance, if you were all in on baseball, you're gonna have the typical peaks and valleys of seasonality. When sports end and the World Series wraps up in October and you have that gap for three or four months, sales will slow down, prices will decline. That is a normal seasonality aspect of sports cards. Or God forbid something like a strike happens and it slows down the ability for you to sell cars because the sport isn't even starting and you got delays and you got frustrations and you got kind of external marketplace pressures that will affect your ability to predict cash flow and revenue in your business. So you have to be open to diversity in other sports. You gotta go learn other sports, other products and be willing to sell outside of of a very narrow focus that maybe you're most concerned about now. So just know that that has to happen. If you wanna go full time, you have to have capital. I'm gonna talk about this here in a second more, but capital is extremely important when it comes to taking at bats. If you don't have the capital to support your ability to take at bats, then it's not gonna matter anyway. To win in sports card reselling, you have to be able to take at bats constantly. It's a numbers game day in and day out. Number three, Home runs are rare, and I, and I can't emphasize this enough because what the media shows, what content creators show, what social media shows, is this idea that there's thousands of dollars in big time cards, there's million dollar cards in the sports car world, and there is, but there's so few and far between, and they're, they're, they're meant for such a very small portion of your buying audience that those are the type of opportunities that are very rare and will be completely gravy for your business. They'll be icing on the cake. You have to be okay with taking singles and doubles and triples every single day as a sports car reseller and building up that consistency in your business and, 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 and building up the traction, the momentum that will allow you to, 
to be in a position to be in the same conversation that might lead you to that big home run. The, think of it like a spider web uh, in the sports card world. There's lots of webs that, that connect you to opportunities. And the more you take singles and doubles and triples and you do well with that and you handle it, it connects you to another opportunity. And those opportunities will eventually become bigger opportunities. And the second you run into that opportunity that has that home run, those are the type of moments that take you over the top in your business, but they don't happen unless you're okay with running a business that's full of singles and doubles and triples. It can be a really hard mindset to, to wrap your mind around because the, the people around you will glorify very, very big hits and very big cards, and they will make you think that that's how you're going to be successful. But most of those people that have those cards, guys, I'm telling you right now, they're, they're not building out a successful business. They're not building out a, a well-rounded collection. And they're, they're spending a lot of resources to, to, uh, to acquire cards of that nature. Okay, so just know, singles, doubles, triples, that's your key to success. Number four, capital, capital, capital. I can't express this enough, and I hinted towards it earlier. This is a pay-to-play marketplace. Like You have to be able to have cheap or free cash in capital to participate in a lot of opportunities to acquire inventory. If you are susceptible to loans into credit cards, into high interest debt to fund your hobby, then you will not be successful because you're not gonna be able to do the other things that we're gonna talk about here in a minute that require you to have free cash flow and very cheap cash flow to fund your capital purchases. Not to mention, you're gonna get in a lot of situations where you're gonna walk in to buy inventory, whether from uh, a conversation you have with somebody and it leads you to this opportunity, or you go on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or whatever it may be, and you're gonna to need to, to work out a cash deal. And that cash needs to come from a source that doesn't require you to pay it back tomorrow. Because these, these pieces of inventory, these large inventories that you buy, are going to take some time to, to materialize and to make your money back and then to, to make all your return on investment. And if you're being held um, hostage by high interest, it's gonna immediately eat into your ability to make money and it's gonna eat into your ability to be patient, which we'll hint towards, which we'll talk about here in just a second. So you don't wanna be a slave to the lender or to your, your capital if you really wanna be full-time into sports cards. If you don't have that capital available now, I just challenge you to start small and to work very small deals, to, to work out trades, to build inventory, to start selling and reselling and keep the money that you're making in your business and then build up larger and larger buckets of capital that you can use to buy larger sets of inventory. And eventually you'll get to a point where you'll have enough capital to feel very good about walking into deals to get, to get inventory purchases done. The reality is if you wanna run a six-figure sports car business, you're gonna probably need somewhere between 20 and $50,000 of available cash flow at any given time to compete with people that are trying to do the same thing. So just be very aware of that going into it. Number five, patience is key. Now, we talked about that with the capital piece of this, but the reality is you cannot predict the way sports players and teams and leagues 
perform. You just can't, like it's just out of your control. There's some things that you can predict, but a lot of it requires you just to be there and you to have inventory and you to have uh, inventory in the waiting so that when the right time hits, you can sell your cards at prices that are at or above market values. What you don't wanna be is in a situation where you are selling off cards uh, at discounted levels below market values because you're either impatient or because you have to because you have to pay off debt. Because your ability to make money in sports cards is going to come down to you having the right amount of inventory at the right times. Of course, you will have to balance out liquidating certain things and kind of flipping inventory over to get new stuff. That's a part of the game. But in general, if you don't have this mindset of patience in sports cards, you will not be able to, to last very long because patience will lead you to the higher profits and the higher profit margins and eventually will allow you to build up the capital and also balance out your, your hourly rates, which will seem really kind of frustrating early on when you're putting in all the work and you're not seeing results up front. So just know if you don't have the patience for this or you're not in a position to kind of uh, be patient with your money and your investments, then it's probably not the right time for you to jump full-time into sports cards. Number six, reputation is super fragile. Like you're gonna realize this pretty quickly. I mean, it's a multi-billion dollar sports card industry that we're talking about here. It's a massive industry and there's tens of thousands of buyers and sellers every day. But your reputation is so fragile in this hobby. As big as the hobby is dollar-wise, it's so much smaller when it comes to the community piece of the hobby. And there's lots of pockets in the hobby, in boards, in groups that if you treat people wrong or if you're trying to do things that uh, are leading people down the wrong path, are completely against the grain, uh, are not by the book, then whether you like it or not, you will probably get blackballed. And that small little percentage of, of people that start to basically blackballing you will eat away at your ability to be successful here. And ultimately you wanna build up a reputation that's so solid that people are talking positively about you, positively about you going the extra mile, you shipping things the right way, you not misleading people in your titles and your listings. Um, you not even wavering on your ability to take care of customers. Those things will do exponentially more for you on the reputation and success of your business than you trying to skate around doing the right thing and thinking you're gonna shave a few bucks uh, or maximize your dollar. It will absolutely crush you in this hobby. And if you're not okay with like focusing on your reputation, you won't last in this hobby. You just won't. And number seven, and probably the most important of all these when it comes to the feasibility of going full-time into sports cards is can you have fun doing this? It sounds really good when you're laying in your bed or you're seeing all these cool cards pop up on Instagram and Twitter and you're thinking, man, I'd love to be able to deal those and own those and, 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 and create my own marketplace of these cards. Does answering hundreds of questions a week from sometimes annoying buyers motivate you? Does that keep you going? Does this idea of spending thousands of hours every year doing the monotonous task of listing and shipping 
and and uh, taking pictures and cropping and all of those things, does that get you excited? Does the idea of learning about sports players and products and the history of cards, how to grade cards, how to talk intelligently about different sets, does that get you excited? Because if it doesn't, you're gonna lose interest really quick. The idea of running your own business is one thing, but the monotony of sports cards can weigh people down so fast. And if it's not something that you think, man, that is what I get excited about and that sounds fun to me, then I challenge you to kind of go back to the drawing board and maybe question yourself a little bit on if, if sports cards, at least from a full-time perspective, is, is for you. Because you have to be able to enjoy that 99% of the time or the grind will eat at you. It'll make it extremely frustrating for you to run a sports card business. So if that's fun to you, if the monotony of sports cards is fun to you, if the, the, the very minute details of sports cards and products and players and teams and sets and subsets and parallels and all that stuff gets you excited, then maybe full-time sports cards is something that you should pursue and you're gonna like the next two videos that I'm gonna put out. Subscribe, like, check the notification button because in the next few days I'll have a, a video that's gonna talk all about the numbers of sports car reselling, every important metric you need to know and what the reality is of those metrics. And the third video will be all about when you know you should take your side hustle and move it to the full-time world because I have a lot of thoughts on that that I think will help you, okay? Hope this has been helpful, enjoy. Mm -hmm.